How's it going? Hey there, how's everyone doing today? Excited to chat about the prop. Woo woo, we're good, going good on our end, just working on getting a couple more pools up. Huge. How's the NFT space been going? You guys' volume has been insane. Oh yeah, it's been it's been wild. Everyone wants to to get on NFTs right now and uh, we're happy to buy it. Yeah, this is, we've been getting a bunch of people in from Ethereum and Solana. Uh, so yeah, it's been, it's been pretty wild, you know, trying to, um, improve UX and duct tape things here and there and get, you know, get it all working. Um, I picked up a couple recently too. So the the UIs, yeah, every time I use Stargaze, there's something new and there's something easier. It's pretty cool. Cool. Um, is there anyone else from, uh, Astrowalt who'll be joining us? I think, oh, Ethan was on. There's always some, some kind of bug here. Try and get him on, and we'll get Astrovault on too. Can you hear me? Hey, Ethan. Yeah, we can hear you. All right, guys. Um, I guess we should go and start the space here, huh? <laughs> um, why don't you uh, guys introduce yourselves? Um, you know who you are and your background, and uh, a little bit about the product. Yeah, my name is Ethan Wood. I'm the co-founder of Astrovault. My background is in the traditional tech sphere. I started out with companies like AT and T, Hewlett Packard, and Verizon. Um, and kind of worked my way up through the corporate ladder, got involved in global trade compliance from there, and um, really started to get involved in crypto around 2017, started to run into some very, very serious problems with the economics of the market. And that's how Eric and I ran into each other, started talking and uh, building, and the rest is history. Eric, can you give a little bit of background on yourself? Yeah, hey guys. Um, Yeah, my background's in economic philosophy, at least academically, and then I got into the casino industry, did a lot of game theory changes and audits and got banned everywhere from card counting. So got into crypto as a new side hustle and uh, fell in love with the ethos and the idea of freedom and agency in financial markets and hated the direction they were going. So uh, met up with Ethan, started building more logical and sustainable directions for uh, ideas that were largely being pursued, um, but not in a ways that were sustainable. So we've been working on Astrovault for the last two-ish years or so, um, got it fully live and functioning and now we're trying to scale it in a way that works for um, decentralized growth. Uh, our big ethos is growing decentralized business, having things work censorship resistant, permissionless, and grow without any central points of failure, ideally, or as minimal as possible. Uh, and we have a, some really unique ways of going about that, not just from like tokenomic perspectives and economic philosophy perspectives, but also uh, now through technical <laughs> perspectives. If you read through the prop, um, we, we do like what we can offer by deploying natively on multiple chains is a depositless withdrawalless experience, which I mean, you guys do kind of already have with uh, Stargate Swap um, with uh, routing, but could work a lot better with things natively on Stargate, in our opinion. Okay, great. Um, can you tell us also a little bit more about the the history of Astrovault, um, kind of like where you guys came from? Yeah, so um, we, yeah, Ethan and I met each other as community members and started working together. Uh, in other cosmos ecosystems like uh, as well and got basically were elected uh, to help support other projects and we're like this isn't good enough we can better this we can fulfill these roles we could build something better um we ended up looking for a place to build on had a decent relationship with archway and they're like hey yeah come build on us uh so this is way before i ever worked for phylabs a lot of people know me as the guy who like designed most of archway's tokenomics as our tokenomics lead um, we were actually building their first, got to meet them in Columbia at Cosmoverse 2022. Um, and they were like, hey, we're focused on, you know, on innovative uh, economics. We should get innovative economists on staff. Uh, and I, while well, I usually do consulting, actually work for them full time. But uh, yeah, so we had already been building um, the core of Astrovault for a while. Then we chose to build it out on Archway. 
Uh, and now for the last couple of months, we've been working on um, like we had a, a fully functioning product in January. Archway didn't go live until July. So then we deployed it uh, then. Uh, but for the last several months, we've been working on uh, abstracting away some of like the Archway specific stuff so that we can better enable redeployments on other chains to enable what we're doing with our token with it with this cross-chain routing. So uh, we've been building in Cosmos for years. We've been building on Astro Vault for close to two years. Um, and yeah, we've been just kind of bouncing around looking for a home. <laughs> Okay, great. Yeah, so you guys are, are, are coming around to different chains and Stargaze is one of them. Um, so um, I guess, could you give us a quick summary uh, off the prop, um, what you are offering and uh, what you're requesting from the community? Um, yeah. Hang on. Um, I, I, I also wanted to maybe, you know, know a bit more details about um, how the MM uh, works. So I don't know if you want to talk about that now or, or talk about the prop first and then talk about the details of how, how it works. I suppose it kind of makes a lot more sense to talk about how it works before we talk about the prop, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure most people here are familiar with proof of stake, right? Um, we're, we're all familiar with these different proof of stake chains. Well, basically, at, at a very, very high level, Astrobalt is the first AMM that takes advantage of proof of stake and, and wires the infrastructure for proof of stake into its contracts so that our in liquidity is actually being fed by the proof of stake inflation. Now we built uh, we built out a lot more than that, but that that's just kind of like the highest level, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's at the highest level. So, um, so if I'm so if I understand it, uh, for a con a concrete example, let's say, uh, you're adding liquidity, um, to like an Atom USDC pool, right? Um, uh, so it would take that Atom, convert it into an LST, and then and then uh, you know, stake it, right? So so the atom is getting staked, and then the rewards um, are getting earned uh, by the protocol. And and is it also also shared with uh, the traders in the pool, or like how does that uh, is that like the right kind of high level architecture of it? Almost, yeah. Um, and so I'll go through like a three minute overview of like how and why we came to this design. Um, and fundamentally, this is what's done by Coinbase. Um, and like Uniswap was trying to make Coinbase on chain, but they had to give away all the revenue. And they're like, crap, we don't have any revenue. Let's launch a token. Um, meanwhile, Coinbase has adjusted their model. They charge less for listings of proof of stake tokens. They have entire sections of their teams dedicated to running the infrastructure and whatnot because they have almost all the Ethereum on their platform staked. So yes, they earn trade fees, but they also earn a ton just from providing security for these blockchains. And they only need to keep enough liquid to process withdrawals. It's a lot harder to do in DeFi. We're the first to do that in DeFi. But yeah, like say you were going to imagine LSTs conceptually the first time. You wouldn't make a rebasing asset like you see with Stride. Instead, you would have the token trade one-to-one -one and have the staking rewards be completely liquid. And that makes sense. And so say you make a Z Atom and a Z Stars. And like instead of just LP and Atom and Stars, now you're earning the staking rewards for Atom and Stars. But as soon as you put those tokens in the liquidity pool, you're only holding the LP token. And actually, that liquidity pool is the one that's earning the atom and earning the stars. Now, that liquidity pool could just give those tokens directly to the LPs. Now you're earning trade fees and you're earning your staking rewards, which is what's claimed by things like Stride, but not actually true. Um, that would then make it true. The issue is, while that would work great for that pool, what it's not going to work for is a USDC-USDT pool. Um, and those, the people who are using this pool would, would get better experience from the AMM if they had these other pools that aren't making revenue, that can't get, gain this liquidity. So from the casino background, one of the things I learned is casinos run every part of their business at a loss except for slots and table games. Um, so their, their hotels, their valets, even their poker room, like everything else is run at a loss to facilitate the usage of all their stuff that brings in the money to their their um, primary revenue makers. So then we could be like, oh, well, we'll take some of the Atom rewards and some of the Stars rewards and give it to this ETH USDC pool or something like that. But this gets really convoluted and difficult. Plus, we have all this governance power we don't know what to do with. It's a lot more efficient if we give the rewards and uh, everything else to the token and then give the token proportionately to the different pools. So that's basically what we do. Um, whereas now, if you want an X Atom X Stars pool, we're going to give you AXV rewards, whereas the AXV DAO is earning the Atom 
rewards, the stars rewards, and all of the trading fees of this pool, and carrying the governance power of Adam and stars. Okay, so the way I understand it is that different kinds of pools earn uh, different rates uh, of the reward, and then it's kind of like socialized among uh, the people that own the AVX token, is that, or, or, or stake, stake the token? Uh, yes, in, in a way. So if you check out our new econ paper, like most DEX pools, like, well, first, DEXs haven't monetized liquidity. So they've paid incentives for stuff that they don't actually earn from. At least now they're finally monetizing trade fees, but that's even a small percentage of our revenue currently. Um, but instead of just socializing, instead of just randomly giving out APRs to different pools, like, oh, this one has a 4X multiplier, that one has an 8X multiplier. Uh, give me some, give me 200 bucks under the table and I'll raise that multiplier one and it's all completely arbitrary. Um, Ours is actually multiplied like based on the revenue being earned by Astrovault by the different pools. And so based on different liquidity profiles, like we have individual asset multipliers, but it's much more objective and it's much more connected. If we're not making money from a pool, it's not earning rewards. So it's better like the X stars pool, the X Adam pool. If nobody trades, they'll still be earning rewards because we're getting liquidity yield. If the trading goes way up, then more of the uh, incentives go to that pool. Like it's, it's much more dynamic and fair. Okay, and as I understand it, there's two or three different types of pools. Can you go over the, the types of pools? Uh, yes. So we're not doing general purpose concentrated liquidity. Uh, we, we don't believe in it. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have used it much lately or if you've seen like all of what's going on with Quasar, which we had said wasn't product ready and not really safe. Um, more than 50% of LPs are losing money on Uniswap V3, which is being forced into this. So it's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, we have standard pools, just X times Y equals K, uh, regular high um, price impact pools for, that contribute to price discovery that are completely safe. And then we have two types of concentrated liquidity pools that are decently customizable. Um, one is we have them denoted as stable pools. This is fixed pricing one-to-one. -one. Um, this is what we use, uh, a moderated version of it, for our like X atom to atom. If you'll notice that like, say st juno depeg by over 14 percent and we wrote in our white paper like exactly how far it should depeg because the arbitrage for it does not work the way that everyone pretends that it will like it should trade two percent underneath its uh two percent plus uh underneath its peg uh whereas in order for things to actually be safe for DeFi primitives to build on top of it we need um to get rid of that risk so our tokens do trade one-to-one -one with fixed price um and we have all the staking rewards actually go in and help maintain the pegs of our LST assets um, uh, through these stable pools. Then we have hybrid pools, which we have a paper on called uh, time flux pools. And this works for not only predictably priced assets, this is how we could take ST stars and we could pair it against X stars um, and we can force the price of ST stars to what the liquidity premium actually is, not the peg that they pretend they're ever going to have, which mathematically doesn't make sense. Uh, and facilitate the actual decent off-ramping of that asset. Um, but also it works for established price assets. We're not going to do anything to drastically affect the price of Bitcoin, uh, but we'd love Bitcoin to be tradable on AstroVault. So what we do is we um, we update the live trading price of Bitcoin every like minute or two and um, force that pricing update onto the pool so that the actual trading direction of the pools does not impact the price in the pool and now we can do the entire pool as a fixed order limit um, of the assets in it. So we have this live right now in our wrapped Bitcoin USDC pool on AstroVault, and there's like 23K liquidity in the pool, and you can make a 5, 6K trade with zero price impact. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Okay, so you say you have some kind of Oracle that's feeding a price into the pool, and it's, and it's uh, kind of helping guide uh, the pricing in the pool. Uh, yes. And unlike what you guys have seen with like Comdex and Harbor, we have a whole bunch of fail safes in place. Like uh, there is a ton of danger with concentrated liquidity. What we offer in concentrated liquidity is actually as concentrated as concentrated liquidity can possibly be. But we understand all of the risks. Uh, we're very open about them. And we have a bunch of fail safes in place to make sure we protect our liquidity providers. AstroVault cannot get like hurt or damaged through any of this kind of stuff happening. Um, liquidity providers can. Uh, the issues you're seeing on Uniswap right now or on Osmosis, on Quasar, uh, they're, they're calling it like bidirectional and permanent loss, or as I call it, permanent loss. Yes, that can happen in this wrapped Bitcoin USDC pool. 
Um, but it's very rare and minimal. And even then, what we're saying is we don't have to pay as much for the liquidity. So you'll end up with much, much higher APRs only with exposure to rep Bitcoin and USDC, which people are more uh, are more comfortable with um, because we're actually still saving a bunch of money to get liquidity that's usable. Okay. And these external price feeds, are they, um, are they implemented as um, like, uh, like a Cosmos SDK module using like vote extensions or something, or are they uh, using some, some other service? Uh, some other service. Okay. Um, and, and uh, okay. So how does the staking uh, work behind the scenes? Is it, so you said there's some uh, yeah, uh, cross chain protocol. Is it using like, ICA or something, or is it is it is it proprietary, or what's what's the what's like the underlying mechanic there? So our goal is to migrate it to ICA once um, ICA is more compatible with other networks. But we're wanting a general purpose solution that works with everything right now. So like you know, Cosmos itself doesn't have like Cosmosm enables. Uh, we're using we're helping a lot of blockchains like Decenter, Jackal. We're not making them do extra work. So right now we have it uh, on an automated multi-sig solution. Um, which people will be like, oh, that's not perfectly decentralized. We get it. This isn't a general purpose derivative either. <laughs> um, like it's not meant to be used outside of Astro Vault. Our entire narrative is that general purpose derivatives uh, are value extractive and don't actually help very much. So we don't just want like, oh, it doesn't make sense to use X stars outside of Astro Vault. Um, but when we get lending protocols, like say Nolis builds out on top of us, they should make an N stars. And now they're earning stargaze from the TVL that they attract, and they're securing the chain directly. And if we get a ton of applications building out, and every single application is directly securing the chain, then our chain's more secure already. And now we don't actually have to have the budget for security that we currently do. Um, and meanwhile, all these other applications won't have enough of the native liquidity with which to liquidate. So we have our concentrated liquidity solutions that we can give them access to so that AstroVault will be the hub for liquidation for DAP-specific staking derivatives. That's that's the future we're trying to build for. Um, fundamentally, what's going on with Stride doesn't make sense. Uh, it, it's not a great vision. They are a great team. They are pursuing this as best as they can. Um, fundamentally, it, it like mathematically doesn't really work. Uh, and this is a, in our opinion, better narrative. Um, I really like this model because it 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 really fits in with kind of the future direction that we're thinking about for Stargaze, right? So we want to move towards this model of uh of of native yield where um so right now the assets that are uh in offers and auctions are just sitting there right it's just not earning any staking rewards or anything like that um so we want to move to a model where a user doesn't even need to know what an lsc is right they just uh you know put their money in an offer it gets staked stake behind the scenes and that's it and they earn yield from it right and um you know, I don't know if you guys saw like the recent announcement of of Blur and Blast, right? They're also kind of moving in this direction. Uh, people are going to be able to you know to interact with Blur with just uh, you know ETH. They get stake behind the scenes and they earn yield. Um, so so it almost seems like DeFi primitives like LLCs are kind of going into the background, and 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 this creates like a better user experience for like normal people that are getting into crypto, right? They don't have to keep converting these coins around and stuff like that. It just automatically happens by using these protocols. So, so that's, that's one of the things that really attracted me to what you guys are building because it's, it's, it seems very future-proof. Like it, it, it fits into where, to where things, are, things are heading. Yeah, I mean, that's what Coinbase does. Like when you're trading, you're doing nothing on chain. Um, and most of the Ethereum that they say is in your account is staked anyways. If you go to AstroVault right now and you trade Adam for Arch, you start with Adam, you end up with Arch. Now, if you open up the visualizer, you'll see the routing. Adam is either purchasing or minting X Adam, whichever, like, if there's no more X Adam to be purchased, it'll mint it. Then the X Adam's trading for X Arch, and the X Arch is trading for Arch. But all of this is taking place with the lowest in the industry net trading fees. Um, so the user doesn't really know or care how that's happening. All of the difficulties are abstracted behind the scenes. You have to do one extra step if you're going to LP. But now you can get a boosted APR uh, like for what you're earning. And we can sustainably build something that lasts over time because we're not just paying for nothing. We're actually earning from what we get. We're building liquidity over time, which builds more liquidity over time and honestly just continues to grow. So, um, yeah, we've seen a decent amount of success 
so far. Uh, obviously, we're still small. Um, we are completely bootstrapped, <laughs> but we're we're doing well. The model's proving in real time. Uh, a lot of people call this crazy before the terror collapse. We're all saying, yeah, terror's going to crash. Like all of the stuff you're building doesn't make sense. It's all science fair projects. But here's the solution to the problem that you guys don't understand. People are now starting to understand the problem. Um, they're just a bit far behind us. And that gives us the perfect opportunity to uh, use what we've already been building in the meantime. Uh, can you talk about talk a little bit about the architecture cross chain in general? So, so this is not really like an outpost model, right? It's more like a mesh model. Um, what if what if there's um, uh, a pool, um, you know, let's say uh, on Stargaze and one on uh, one on Archway, and they're the same pairs, right? Um, how, is, is the liquidity kind of shared amongst them, or like how how does that uh, process work? So that is a great question if we get the same pairs on different places. Uh, and at that point, it'll really have to do with the different routing. But um, our model for how we're using, you're right, it's not, an, it's not an outpost model like most people assume and are used to. It's actually very similar to what uh, USDC has built out with CCTP. I'm glad they did that. We are just building basically the same thing separately where um, – we're not going to like say, oh, we launched an Archway CW20 token, and then you can IBC that token other places. We're using IBC differently um, for burning and minting on different networks. So we will have a native token deployed on every network that we're launched on. So uh, if we are Stargaze AXV token, will be minted and live on Stargaze. And now what that enables is say I've got Arch on Archway, and I want stars on Stargaze. Um, I just instantiate the trade. The routing goes arch to X-arch, X-arch to AXV. It'll freeze. AXV burns and mints on Stargaze. We charge an extra fee on the arch side. We subsidize the gas um, centrally, like automated through POL. Uh, on the Stargaze side, the AXV gets minted, buys X-stars, buys stars. The user who was on Archway did not have to deposit arch. The user who was on uh, that same user doesn't have to withdraw stars because it's already native on its chain. You don't have to choose a dropdown. Oh, am I using uh, AstroVault on Archway or am I using AstroVault on Stargaze? You're using AstroVault on every chain that is on already automatically. Super cool. Um, should we get maybe, uh, on, should we maybe uh, move on to questions or should we just go to the prop and then have questions at the end? Uh, let's get some, uh, let's get the, let's talk about the prop right now. All right. Uh, yeah, guys. So, um, could you talk a little bit about the prop? Yeah, what the offer is and what the ask is. Uh, yeah. So, basically, <laughs> this works everywhere. We could take it everywhere. We really believe in you guys, but also in general in what's going to happen with NFTs. Like we haven't, we have NFT integrations already built out and AstroVault, where we could partner with any NFT project for any duration of time for boosted APR. We're working behind the scenes on um, on business-to-business -business NFT solutions for things like royalty programs and already have some real-world business clients. Um, and we also are working on um, liquidity pools for NFTs mixed with uh, mixed with fungible assets. So, we yeah, we see the vision that you guys are doing. You guys are absolutely right. We want in. <laughs> um, but we also have to like justify making things work. If we're going to put months of time into building out this deployment at the expense of whatever else we could do with those months of time. And then maybe the liquidity doesn't show up. Uh, we can't guarantee the revenue for our protocol that um, would have been there. Um, then we kind of just wasted a bunch of time. So we're trying to basically signal to see where we're most wanted, <laughs> um, where we should focus our efforts, like which group like wants to be our client clientele, like we'll build it anyways. Um, but trying to just prioritize time. So we're asking for 300K in POL of Stargaze, which will be owned by the AXV DAO. It'll show up as POL, zero funding for our team. And then um, in exchange, we'll airdrop 2% of the TGE to uh, Stargaze stakers. Um, gets AXV in more hands. Um, it's, in our opinion, more than an equitable swap. Uh, but it also then shows that if we go build on Stargaze, we can list X, X stars in a liquid enough pair as well as use that as a base pair for future tokens that come out. And we do expect not just NFTs to have liquidity pools based on X stars, but also more fungible tokens to be built on Stargaze, um, especially as DAOs launch their own fungible tokens. Could you, could you talk a little bit yeah. more, about, uh, more, more about the build out? Like, what do you have to do? Like, like what's, what's left to get done? Um, how does the deployment work? Is it just uh, Cosmos and contracts? 
um, yeah, a bit bit more about that. And and kind of what the timeline would be like. Uh, Benji, if you want to hop up here and talk to that too, uh, feel free. Um, we have to. It's it's a lot of contracts, um, especially doing tokens natively. Like we have to build out uh, independent bulk distributors. We have to tie everything together. Um, we obviously already will be hosting all the infrastructure for the different chains, um, but we have to have a um, a multi-chain test net, <laughs> uh, which is a substantial like we're a team of like four primary people uh, without salaries right now we're doing everything we can um but it's it's a hefty hefty build um it'll be probably around 30 contracts at least that we'll need to deploy um as well as a decent amount of infrastructure and then a lot of testing so it's gonna be it'll be a little bit so um you guys are planning to take the prop on chain when uh, honestly, it's up to you guys. We're hoping to get more feedback. Uh, we're open to not putting it on chain. We're open to putting it up on chain uh, tomorrow. If you guys, uh, if you guys yeah. like it, we didn't get a whole lot of feedback. I saw Steps comment right before this uh, with some good feedback. Um, we honestly, like, if you check our distribution paper, we expected to easily pass on Archway and then to take that model and offer it to other people. Um, and we actually got shut down on Archway, <laughs> which was very surprising for us. So um, at this point, we kind of are of the mind of like, screw it, let's just launch anyways. We'll airdrop to our own community, and then we could always make these deals at a later time. But if you guys like are interested, if you guys really do like the model, if we feel like we have overwhelming support, then we're happy to offer the model that we that we suggested now. Uh, what was the feedback on Archway? What was the reason uh, for 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 it to get voted down? The listed reasons were how can we trust these guys who you know built out our USP and. Um, have built here for 18 months, uh, as well as uh, we have no idea if this model works because all of the validators who run the top, who are validators and everything and have done literally nothing on Archway, have paid zero attention to the network. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was, yeah, other feedback was why should AstroVault own the liquidity? We would rather us own the liquidity through a DAO and give it to you guys. And our response to that is, sure, go ahead. That DAO will earn AXV already. If we also airdrop for it, then it means that we're paying for that liquidity that we don't own that will then also earn from us paying for that liquidity that we still won't own, like twice paying for something not owned. So even if this prop doesn't pass, even if we don't do like a public big deal like this, uh, which we'd kind of like for signaling, um, then please still do liquidity deals. We can still build out. Uh, we don't, we'll earn the liquidity. Right now, all of the POL on our site, which is over 200K, is protocol earned liquidity. We've done no bonds. We've received no like no funding. Uh, this is all just organically from how the model works. Um, but yeah, that's the feedback. Okay, and maybe maybe I'll 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 address Setmos's comment now. So Setmos's comment was, you know, why does why does Stargaz need a DEX? Right, it's just an NFT marketplace, um, and uh, you know, it's better off leaving uh, DEX functionality to other chains that kind of specialize in it. Um, my my feeling there is that you know Stargaz. Um, it, it's, it's, its goal was always to be bigger than just an NFT platform. Um, it, 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 it was actually supposed to bootstrap with NFTs and then build, uh, it, it's supposed to be more of an entry point for normies or like, you know, mainstream uh, people into crypto, right? And at the time we launched, NFTs were the, the way to bring mainstream people in, into crypto. Um, also, also we're moving in a, in, in a direction where we're building more sophisticated, sophisticated protocols, right? We have, we have, we have infinity pools, um, at some point in time, we'll have like lending and borrowing, we'll have the NFT perps. Um, and, and, and as we build out more advanced protocols, you just need a DEX, right? We can do IBC calls out for every little thing. Um, if, if, if users have to swap really quickly between between the LST and stars, um, if, if they have to wait, you know, uh, like, you know, 12, 20 seconds for like the IBC, uh, transfer to happen, uh, that's just a worse, you know, user experience. Um, and that's not, 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 not what we want. Right. So, um, it just, it just kind of makes sense with Stargaze and like the way I see it is that it's not trying to compete with Osmosis or Kujira or like anyone like that. Um, in in you know real life, you have multiple levels of banks, right? You have federal banks, state banks, local banks, right? Um, the way to think about it on Stargaze is that you know it's going to be more like uh, th like the state or local bank, right? It's not trying to compete with like Osmosis or, or like anything like that. 
Yeah, and like right now, Osmosis is down. And so if you want to buy stars, you can't. I know, I just tried. Um, and if it's live on Stargaze already, then you just have to worry about your own chain. And then similarly, like one of the like one of the arguments we gave to Jackal, who became one of our like first big clients, uh, who we've very actively supported, is like, look, the Osmosis team was talking bad on them on Twitter. They were paired against Osmo. They were paying a ton of money in external incentives, which luckily Stargaze isn't doing right now. Um, but Osmosis didn't care about them. And why would they? The Osmosis team owned no Jackal. They earned no Jackal. They were just happy to facilitate trading volume, but they don't even care about the liquidity and they don't care about the success of your protocol. With all of the new things that, that Stargaze is building, you're not going to get native support for any of that in any kind of DeFi leverage. You're not going to get liquidity hubs that support that kind of stuff from people who don't care, where you're just another would-be client if they were to earn from you. What happens if Astrovault builds out on Stargaze and is earning stars is we need Stargaze to succeed. It's not just like, oh, we hope it works out. If Stargaze goes to zero, so does that aspect of our treasury. Like we become like a VC partner. We don't just help with infrastructure. We're actively helping with biz dev, with marketing, with everything we possibly can because it, that, like, that's literal alignment where we own stars and you guys own AXV. You guys want Astrovault to succeed. You guys are going to try to help Astrovault succeed. So all of these infinity type pool support, uh, liquidity hubs for aggregation of lending, um, all the B2B type uh, stuff we have set up, and then expanding the utility of existing NFT protocols, where now you can equip a bad kid to earn boosted APR. Like, that's really cool. And we can offer that with Stargaze NFTs on other chains. And we can integrate other chains and other DAOs, like say DAO DAOs on Juno, um, to have automated purchases of like sweeping floor of, of uh, NFTs on Stargaze in ways that are seamless because we're already built in, like built in there. Um, it's And also just IBC is not built in a great direction right now, uh, and it's eventually going to get really expensive. And the way that we're building this protects us from getting really expensive when other things run into stress tests in the future. So, um, yes, you could get by without us. I mean, you guys obviously are. You're doing a great job. I really like Stargaze Swap, which already enables people to start with funds in other places and end up with stars. Um, but native support by a by a collaborative business that actively is invested in you guys growing your business, um, in our opinion, is helpful. Awesome. Well said. Um, let's go ahead and take some questions from the audience. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, uh, please request to speak and we'll get you guys answered. Also, feel free to drop a comment in the thread here. Okay, we've got a couple of people who've been waiting. Uh, a couple more. Hello, Catwad. Hello. Hey, greetings, fam. How was everybody? Doing well. Welcome. Hi. So I just I wanted to come up for a moment, and uh, I just want to say I've been in talks with Eric and the Astrobolt team for a long time now, and uh, as most people in the squad community knows, um, I'm about to spin up some nodes and some liquidity pools, and I came to Eric uh immediately uh when i came up with the idea of community-owned liquidity pools for the squad community and uh i'm pleased to announce that uh astrovolt is going to be our my premier partner and host all of our community-owned liquidity pools and uh you know we i have been leaning on eric for quite some time now and uh i have worked with him uh through the dissenter network uh once we established liquidity pools on astrovolt for for uh the center and i just want to say you know we have had uh it, it's been an amazing experience and uh, you'll be hard pressed to find a better team than the astrobolt team and uh their vision definitely aligns with mine and i'm definitely proud to partner with them and uh i would love to see stargaze uh as a whole partner with them as well and uh regardless of whether or not you know uh, stargaze decides to onboard the astrobolt um stars liquidity is coming to astrobolt through me uh so either way uh we're gonna have stars on astrovolt but i would love for the network to uh to make a splash in it as well because clearly uh you know my pockets are only so deep <laughs> oh thank you uh very much uh for killing up the experience with working with the team um and zap uh jack welcome hey thanks a lot for having me just wanted to sort of voice support for the idea of a DEX on Stargaze. I think that as the ecosystem matures, more and more chains are going to take this path. And it's very forward-looking of Stargaze to <clears throat> be thinking about this. 
you know, just I was looking at some NFTs today and I bought a I bought a song on Stargaze today and looking at the user experience improvements that have been made, it's incredible how much easier it is to use from outside of the ecosystem. This DEX would go a long way towards helping bring that last mile usability down. Awesome. Um, yeah, uh, DEX is going to be very helpful. We've got a little spam on the on the space here. Um, we have a question here. Uh, what would be the roadmap for the Astro Vault, uh, for Astro Vault if the prop passes? That is a great question. Uh, we have a lot of prioritizing to do. Obviously, we have a live product we have to maintain. Our goal is to launch the token here next month, which would be before we're deployed on Stargaze. And we would like for our airdrop to the Star community to be in the Stargaze native um, version of AXV. Uh, so yeah, we do need to itemize that. We do need to prioritize. Our estimation is that it'll take two months for a first, second chain deployment. Right now, the only other chain that we are actively committed to is Neutron through the AA DAO grant that we received. Um, but if we get enough support from Stargaze, and if you guys are really excited, like there's no reason we couldn't do Stargaze first, um, you know? So it would be two months for our next deployment, and then it would probably be a month for each deployment after that. Um, and we wouldn't want to hold you guys off too long on waiting on an airdrop. So we're we're open. Um, we'll be transparent, but we could use help in, in planning and prioritizing. Yeah, I mean, that sounds great. You know, I would love to move as soon as possible. Uh, obviously, you know, pending pending community vote. Um, you want to talk maybe a little bit more more about the airdrop? I'm sure there's some people here who want to want to know more about that. Uh, yeah, so if you check astrovault.io slash distribution, you can look into what our goals were. Uh, which were get you know get the easy press on Archway. <laughs> Look how well that worked out, uh, and then take this uh, prop to a couple other communities as well. Um, with the including of the Cosmos Hub, we have a prop, the same prop basically that we have up on Stargaze is up on the forums for Juno currently, um, just at a higher dollar amount. Just Archway, Start like Juno, um, Neutron, like these places are trying to be more DeFi hubs. Stargaze probably needs less liquidity as well as has like a smaller community pool, so we're not trying to like rate it or deplete it uh, excessively. Um, but we're not sure if we want to put up all the props or when we want to put up all the props. Uh, kind of like the way Lavana just put theirs up on the forum with Osmosis. It actually has more upside protection. Um, so, yeah, it, I mean, if you guys are all on board, we can put this prop up immediately and then just prioritize Stargaze over other networks, um, which aligns with what we want to do with NFTs, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, the airdrop, the only promised airdrop right now that is for sure happening is to our users. We've been live since July. And um, there have been no incentives on AstroVault, but we still have three and a half million dollars of liquidity, which has enabled us to earn at this point like $240,000 worth of revenue um, for our DAO to showcase how well our model works before launching a token. So we appreciate the hell out of our community who supported us. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious how this is going to work on Neutron, right? So, so, so Neutron already has AstroPort. So now you're going to have AstroVault and AstroPort on Neutron. That's going to get a little tricky, huh? Yeah, I mean, when we when we branded to Astro Vault, it was like right after the Terra crash. And I mean, in our opinion, Astro Port wasn't all that special anyways, at least now they have PCL. But uh, we didn't think they were going to make it out of it. And there are only so many star themed things we could do uh, <laughs> or space themed things. So uh, uh, bad gamble on our part and good on them for surviving. I guess it helps to have like, you know, Delphi as a hell of a partner. Um, but yeah, I mean, Neutron's permissionless. We can launch them with or without their support. The AA DAO has been, been great to us. Uh, I spent four or five hours talking with uh, Spade and with, um, uh, I believe, Isaac or Isaiah from uh, Duality. They were really, really, really trying to force the Duality model to be able to merge with AstroVault because they do like what we're doing. They are mutually exclusive. Uh, we are more of a fan of our model. Theirs is better for things like Rack Stake ETH, which we wouldn't really be earning from anyways, and we could get by with much less liquidity through our, our concentrated liquidity pools. So we don't know what level of support we'll get from there uh, and from them, but we at least got our team paid a little bit uh, and got to pay off some of our debts by getting an AA DAO grant. So that's pretty cool. Uh, long term, what they enable with ICA and ICQ could enable everything that we do, especially as AstroVault eventually expands beyond the cosmos uh, in a way where that could actually be like a central hub access point. So we're, we're very interested in the, in the tech of their side. Um, don't have strong connections to their team or their like financial backing. I think it's interesting uh, Shane's <laughs> question around like how it's going to work with multiple decks says the app chain thesis is that single applications will live on single chains. And I think the general purpose smart contracting chains like 
these types of conflicts of interest that you're outlining and like how that's going to work moving forward is going to be one of the big stories of the cycle. Yeah, you yeah. know, I wonder if it's going to be like how it works in regular tech where you have this like cycle of like bundling and unbundling, right? So so it seems like like app chains are moving in the direction of becoming like uh like every app chain is turning into like an app chain plus plus, right? It's it's it like every app chain has like a core focus, but it, it but it tends to add um all these like accessory things that uh makes it uh even more useful. Um and then I wonder if we'll get to a point where, like, if you look on Ethereum right now, every layer two um, almost has all the same same apps on it. So, you know, I wonder if that'll happen to Cosmos, too, where, like, every app chain will end up have, have, having the same apps. And then at some point, you know, maybe, I don't know, 10 years in the future or something, they'll realize that um, uh, they all have too many apps and then they'll start to specialize again. So, uh, like, we see this in, like, regular tech. We see, like, you know, Craigslist, like, you know, unbundling into like, you know, 20 different startups, and then they'll like re rebundle again. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see, see if that if that happens in this space. I think it's and I think it's highly likely to happen. You know, if you look at applications like lending and decentralized exchanges, your comment around community banking versus national banking earlier with the comparison with osmosis, I think is particularly apt. These types of banking services need to be local in a lot of cases in order to provide last mile service to end users. And, you know, I think we're likely to see that happen. These are more like applications running on computers than they are like banking services in a way. So, you know, I think that the chains that end up using these features to help with their specialization are the ones that are more likely to be successful versus ones that try to get as many applications as possible without any kind of coherent theme, because what's to draw users there? You know, Stargaze has this core focus around communities and NFTs. And I think that adding things like lending and exchanges and perps, like that's just bringing last mile service to end users. Yeah, absolutely. That That's our goal, uh, as well as like, running a chain is still expensive. And because everyone has their own chain, you're not getting this last mile service for people in groups that really do need it. And if we had our own chain, there'd always be the like issue of like, oh, well, are they here to help us? Or are they just here to help their own chain? Like, oh, well, I'd rather this TVL be on our chain, but instead you're going to move it to yours. And that, that degree of separation, as well as just like what happens, if, you know, uh, we have issues and clients are getting stuck and now funds from Chihuahua can't be accessed. You know, stuff like that. We've already had like three or four clients expire just in the first couple months we've been live and we need better monitoring. Anyways, um, we think that we can be a more unbiased, better partner to other groups as well as have lower operational expenses by not having a chain of our own and by just benefiting and helping all of the chains that we partner with. Awesome. Um, you guys mentioned uh, other like NFT integrations, right? Like boosted APR for NFTs. Could you explain a little bit more in depth about uh, some of the stuff you guys are building uh, or hope to build? Uh, yes. So we had Astro Vault sponsor NFT Nashville. It was great seeing you guys there as a core sponsor. We also had Quantum Club, our NFT set that we haven't launched yet, uh, sponsored as well. Uh, one, we value the community. Stargaze has been absolutely the heart of Cosmos, especially this last bear market. Um, but two, we wanted our own NFT set just to showcase the utility that we provide. Our staking contracts do not just read how many tokens are staked. They also read like uh, whatever obfuscation data we give them so that we can, um, obfuscation is not the great word, but basically enables us to have multipliers for whatever activations we want. Uh, same with our liquidity providing contracts. So we can do something like say, specifically for this pool for the next month, if you equip a bad kid NFT, um, it will re the rewards contract will read your weight at 1.05x instead of 1x. Um, and that means that your the AXV that you're receiving for your liquidity provi providing rewards is actually a little bit higher compared to if you didn't equip a bad kid. Um, and we can cycle through who we partner with or we can partner with a bunch of different groups. And um, the way that works is like if everybody had a bad kid and everybody equipped it, then they'd all get the same rewards as if they didn't. But it's free activation. Um, to boost secondary sales and um, to help activation. And, and we want like floor sweeping widgets built into Astro Vault directly so people don't even have to go anywhere. Like, oh crap, 
uh, I'm a major whale in this pool. I don't want to miss out on rewards. Like I'll make an extra hundred dollars a day if I equip this NFT that I can buy for 300 bucks, just buy the floor um, and just boost sales. And then we can use that as an additional revenue stream where we can partner with NFT projects and be like, hey, build in our buyback and burn address or build in our POL address um, in, like into the royalties and we'll partner with you. Or um, give our community, airdrop our community five of your NFTs and we'll partner with you. Stuff like that to help better the AXP DAO, however we can. Um, but yeah, our, our B2B uh, royalty services are, in our opinion, far more interesting. Where like users at actual restaurants will be able to use their credit card or debit card to purchase an NFT in store. Um, which will give them access to a free meal every single month. And meanwhile, th those funds will route through us. Half of it will buy the AXB token. It will lock itself into a liquidity position and the restaurant will earn the yield off of that NFT. So it retains its value, um, pays for the meal and is a hell of a co-marketing experience. All right. That's super cool. Um, when can we expect something like that? <laughs> uh, we believe so that that part should be Q2. Um, our partners have the proper licensing in place for the most part. It's just, it's as far as we know the first types of licensing of this kind <laughs> uh luckily we have partners that have been in payment processing for a very long time so there's a lot of really really cool utility that we could bring nfts um once all this gets set through but yeah our estimation is probably q2 2024 um additionally i think next month i'll get to announce a uh, a very big nft set slash uh platform that i've been working on and we'll get them integrated with astroval however we can and it'll It'll be something that you guys are familiar with. So that, that will be a fun one. Okay, great. Um, do we have any more questions or comments from the community? Uh, please request to speak uh, and we'll get you up here. Also, remember, you can ask a question in the thread. Um, so, so far, uh, where have you guys um, put up proposals um, on which chains? The only so on chain proposal we brought... Oh, go ahead, sir. I was going to say, so far, just Artway. Um, we started there and um, we, we've just been having discussions with different communities, kind of trying to feel out, you know, what the buy-in looks like from various communities. Again, we want to engage communities that are interested in what we're building. We feel like there is some really unique value adds for the STARS community here, um, which is why we're kind of prioritizing this discussion at the moment. Um, but, but yeah, um, we definitely want to make things mutually beneficial and go on align incentives for our community and for your community so that we're one community, essentially. Yeah, so on-chain on Archway, on the forums for Juno and Stargaze, and then in discussion with Neutron and Injective. Not sure if or when to move forward like that. Okay, great, thanks. Um, all right, guys, I don't know if you have any more questions from the community here. Anyone have any comments, questions, criticisms? Anything we would help you answer before we, we call the space here? All right, um, anyone else have anything else to say? Anything to add that we may have missed? Right, thank you, you guys for hosting. Thank you for always being so engaging and wonderful with the community. Um, we really appreciate you guys, really fans of everything you're doing. And not just that you're doing cool things, but you're doing them the right way. That's something that's really important to our team. Uh, and there's plenty of like times that we don't see that in this ecosystem. So regardless of if we put a prop up, regardless of if it passes or anything, like we're really proud of what you guys are building. And we want to do whatever we can to support you guys as a team and a community. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's uh, always great to speak with you guys, and uh, uh, we hope to see how this uh, prop goes. Um, we've definitely talked about having uh, a DEX on Stargaze uh, for a little bit, and I'm glad you guys uh, came over here with the prop. Um, curious to see what the rest of the community thinks here. This is uh, definitely one of the most attended spaces we've had uh, in a while, so I think that shows us uh, some little interest from the community here to at least hear from you guys what you have to say. Um, and uh, I guess we'll take it on chain pretty soon. Um, I'm going to give one last call for questions for anyone to pop up here. Otherwise, we'll call to space. All right, I think we're good, guys. Um, thanks everyone for joining, uh, and we will uh, we have a space tomorrow actually uh, with the liquidity DAO. Uh, so um, pop in for that, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Take care. Bye.
Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knotters, and then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity. Before they hit rock bottom over the impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning forming mycological bonds Flick the cap though the road is highly involved Flip a coin diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tell me spaces. <laughs>